Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part four in our conversation. Thanks for listening. I think a good way to identify what is it that I love, it's what what are the things that get you really angry? It's usually because something is going after or going against the thing that you really love. So if someone is wondering, it's like, man, I don't really know what I love, or I don't really know what I'm passionate about or what I have purpose towards. What do you get most upset about? That's probably connected to it. Mm, yeah. So if you're having a hard time identify that, identifying those things, like think back the past week, when did you get really upset? Maybe not angry, but just upset or hurt or something that bothered you. It's probably connected. And the reason why it's important to write things down, and hopefully you hear us say, write that down, it's, or write it down and journal about it, come back to it, it's because um, we're not God. We're not going to remember everything that comes to mind. So writing it down is a good way to come back and find those patterns in what is driving us. And we're able to more clearly define what it is that we're passionate about. Because there's like, if anybody's like, like, you're kind of like me. There's a lot of things that we want to do that I get excited about, but it's like, what are those similarities? Mm. So I can identify what those things are so I know what to say no to. So I don't overwhelm all the different things I want to do because I get excited about a lot, but it's really helpful to know like there are, there's like a thread, uh, like a golden thread through the things that I am most passionate about. So that answering that, what is it that you love? It's not just like, you know, I love my family. I love Jesus. I love the church. Cool. That means like, so does vast majority of other Christians or people who are in this faith family. We can say those three things are true of all of us, but what specifically do you love? Mm-hmm. So the specifics are important. Like we, we, I think we need to, we either hide behind these Christianese, statements of like oh you know i know jesus like jesus loves me it's true but like specifically why do you believe that well and what does that mean for you today Mm -hmm. yeah that's a more difficult question and so these all your three questions are at first glance easy to answer but then if you are actually being honest with yourself and can you answer those genuinely deeply 100% honest and have someone push up against them and you still stand confidently after after someone's challenged you in them yeah you know a, a simple example of how to like pra- like just just an example of this i think the whole thing is just with diet cuz like if I think everybody you talk to, right? They're like, man, I want to look better and I want to be healthier. You know, I want to, I want to probably shave off a few pounds. I know me, this is something like that's convicting me in the moment. Cause like, I'd love to lose, like, I want to lose like 20 pounds. Right. And it's like, but I, but just focusing on losing mm. isn't enough to get me there because I've been saying this now for like a year. Actually, it's been longer than a year. That's really, man, that, you know, even saying this right here, it's like, that sucks. But, but it's because of what we're talking about. Um, if all we focus- What was the thing you first said? 
It's like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds instead of I want to be healthier. So what are the things you're going to do to make that happen? Because I've been focusing on all the things that I'm not going to do. It's like, if, if the goal around eating well is about all the food you're not going to eat and all the weight that you're not going to have, it's like, it's all yeah. negative. And somehow we think that's going to be sustainable, you know, mm. instead of being like, man, I want to maybe like journal on how much better I feel, or can I find some meals that are healthy, that are actually really enjoyable, that are good, really tasty or really good. Yeah. It's like, I fall into this too, is what I'm trying to say. Like, we focus on the negative. We focus, all all of the attention gets on the stopping rather than the behavior that's better and good that we're going to be doing instead, Mm. right? So, if somebody's trying to stop looking at porn all the time, because shocker, a lot of the guys I talk to struggle with a dysfunctional view of sexuality. Mm. It's like, if you're going to stop looking at porn, what is going to replace that? What is that viewing of porn in service of? Yeah. And whatever need that that's meeting for you, even though it's, it's probably, it will not probably, it's a distorted meeting of that need. Like, what are you going to replace with that? Mm-hmm. Because if we don't have a if we don't have a vision of something better and more beautiful that we're going to replace it with, it's good. It's going to be really hard to sustain the cessation or the stopping of those of those unwanted behaviors. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part five in our conversation. We'll see you then.